Each week, we take a moment, sit down, and talk about things going on at the road in what we call the Road Detour. Well, guys, welcome to the Road Detour. And my guests today are Russ and Robin and uh, Collins. And so we're going to do a little history. So how long have you guys been married? Since 89, yeah. <laughs> How many years? 34 years. Yeah. 34 yeah. years. Wow. Yeah. 34 we years. Don't, we do not recommend that. We don't recommend that. <laughs> How, how'd you meet? Church. 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 Group. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Russell, I was friends with Russell's sister, who's younger, and her his brother that's older. And he said, you need to meet my brother. And I was Russell was so busy in sports, I didn't even know there was a Russell. What sports were you playing? Football and wrestling at that point, yeah. Okay. All right. And so you guys met, dated, got married young? Yes. Very young. Yeah. Like? I was 17. Okay. Yeah. But I wouldn't recommend it. We were, I'd lost both of my parents, so I had an Really? Stop just a second. (laughs) I had no earthly idea. How did you lose both parents? Um, Well, it's a long story. This would be another podcast. Uh, My dad was paralyzed from the neck down. He had polio. And um, died of congestive heart failure when I was 14, 12, 14, 12. And then my mom died of cancer when I was 17. We're going to come back and do a podcast on that. <laughs> oh, it's... No, no joke. It is. But, uh, but we had a house. So they left uh, not a big inheritance, but so when we got married, we had a home. And the you support- were miles ahead then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A paid off home. Now we tried to destroy that later in life, but (laughs) (laughs) which could be another podcast. Uh, uh, (laughs) And um, so then we, uh, so we were further ahead, and that's. So did you guys both were you followers of Jesus when you met and got married? Yes. Okay. So so that had preceded that, and give me just a little bit about how God moved you, churches you were a part of, uh, kind of a spiritual testimony of, of where you guys have been and what you've done. So we grew up at the Dell City Church of Christ. Okay. And went there, she went there longer than me. We probably, I probably started going back to church as a kid in fifth grade. Okay. We'd start playing ball and stuff, and mom finally got tired of that. Um, and then we you know, got married. We continued to go there. Uh, she helped put me through college and uh, just kind of working through that and uh, moved to Fort Worth, Texas in 2000. Okay. For work. And that, that was probably the best thing. That was a God thing because it, it got us away from our families and we became more of a couple. Of a couple. Yes. And then uh, we got into a good church there, made some good friends, and um, just really grew spiritually and, and uh, mature wise. You know, we uh, became adults. Okay. So um, I don't know. You can, but anytime you want. So we were there for maybe six years. And uh, changed jobs once, and that second job eventually asked me to move to Ohio. Wow. And so moved to Ohio, had to start up a new fiberglass insulation plant. And engin- I'm an engineer. I don't know if you know that. I know. We, I didn't know you we, were an Me engineer. and you are, yeah. have a lot in common, I think, ah. just in our uh, personalities. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> uh, we went to a church of God there. We, we shopped around, wasn't sure where to go, and just uh, really didn't know anybody there. And, and we weren't there maybe a year and a half. Uh, but really uh, fell in love with that church and really didn't, wasn't there long enough to, to fully understand uh, everything uh, that, that they believe in necessarily, but uh, um, it just uh, seemed, it was different a little bit, but nothing there. Uh, you know, I, w- I would go back there if, if we were to move back up. Mm-hmm. 
And we moved back home. Didn't really want to go back to our, our home church. Uh, we'd kind of grown a little bit, uh, some little different thoughts maybe. Um, I guess Life Church was probably the biggest, the longest term mm-hmm. early on. Um, we shopped around. There's a church in Norman that we went to for a little bit. Um, and then uh, we were at Life Church and some friends of ours, uh, his daughter was getting baptized and we came and visited and and then saw she wrote. So you guys been here how long? Man, I can't remember the year. I've, I've, it's I've been a about, while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's been... So see, it done. was after I started at Devon and, and that was 10 years ago. And so it's probably eight or nine years. So y'all have taught small groups here, right? We, yeah, we started in the coffee shop volunteering. Um, we always like to be active. And then uh, we that's where we met Rod and Nancy. Okay. And I uh, got real close with them. And, and Nancy talked us into uh, having a class with the young professionals, I think yeah. they called yeah. it. And that didn't last too awful long. But. Mm-hmm. And then we started up our own. It was really just the four of us wanting to have a Bible study. And we kind of hijacked a small, small room next to the one we're in. And then uh, a few other people trickled and in. And it's just, yeah. Somebody I met this week is in your group. It's somebody uh, relatively new at the church, and they were telling us about their small group. And we're like, what group is this? And hmm. they, they, they started telling us who was in the group. <laughs> and we figured out it was y'all's group yeah. from the names they were listing off of the people that were in it and how it was impacting their life. Oh, wow. So that's pretty cool. That's good. The reason uh, that we wanted to have you guys come in is none of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to talk Kenya mm-hmm. and missions. And you yes. guys have most recently been super, super involved in our missions efforts and been on multiple mission trips, led our last team mm-hmm. to Kenya. So tell us, tell us how your heart got there, what God's doing. Um, what, what is it that just wouldn't let go of you about missions? So, so that one in particular, um, Kat, Catherine, one of the Kenya ladies that came here and with David, um, who leads the center wheel, he runs that from Tulsa. By the way, I'm going to stop and plug okay. that. We've been burned on mission stuff before. Okay. We have. And so uh, we, we've learned to ask really hard and ugly questions. Um, like, what kind of house do you live in? Mm-hmm. If, if you're asking for these huge donations, because we have been burned. Mm. And uh, we met with him. Yeah. And it was an amazing meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we got another one coming, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, Niger, same thing, is that we met with him, and it's like, we want to know you. Yeah. And, you know, I, I remember asking him, you know, how much money do you make from this? You want to guess how much that is? Mm-hmm. It's zero. zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we're, you're, you're the kind of place we want to invest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you're looking, I don't care what church you're involved in. If you're looking for a place that's doing a great work, doing homes for people, Centerwell. That's right. Mm-hmm. Centerwell. But go ahead. Yeah, we love David and Sarah. They're, they're great people. Um, so they came and uh, they were talking about it. And what grabbed me was their, they serve widows and orphans. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you can't get any more out of the Bible than that. And James. Right? That's yep. right, James 127. So uh, that, that's what started me there. And then when we went to, to visit last year and last June, um, man, just the kids is really, I, I love the widows program there and, and have grown to love it even more. But the kids, we actually got to stay at the orphanage 
for the, that was one of the first groups that got to do that. They built a guest house there. And um, so we spent a lot of time with them. So we just fell in love. And, you know, those kids need a lot of love. So, mm-hmm. so tell me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what, what was the most fun thing? Best thing you walked, maybe not fun, impactful thing. Mm-hmm. From, At Senate for, from going to Kenya. Um, you know, you go over and they do, like, when you get out with the widows and they, they want you, they want to tell their story. You want to hear their story. And they're tragic. I mean, elephants plow their houses and there's a great flood and they lose three children in the flood. And and they do not, um, they're real quiet. They put their heads down and they, they just speak about it. But then when you say, what gives you joy? And they start talking about the Lord and what they what he does for them, they, you can't stop them. And that is very impactful. It's not how we um, live our lives. We look at the negative, and they look at the positive. They don't even want to talk about the negative. They would rather not tell you the other story. They would rather tell you what he's doing now. And um, that is is amazing. Like right now, even the kids, I, I was cuddling up to this little boy named Collins, and um, knew he just came to Center Wheel when we were there. And, and his little backstory is that he was a day laborer, 14 years old, and it was probably younger than that. His mom realized that she wasn't making any money, and she walked away. So he just wandered mm-hmm. looking. You would never know it. I mean, I have pictures of him, of his just his sweetest smile. And I'm like, that is how you want to live your life. But you know, what you find— is we have everything in a little God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have nothing in a lot exactly. of God. That's exactly right. And and I, I mean, the Bible qu- says over and over about justice, that God requires justice. And one day it will be in times. But we are people that can step in and help with the justice. You know, we can right the wrongs. And that's that's kind of how we've come back around to is that we have money. Well, you're personally invested. Yeah. yeah, and they say they say thank you for your sacrifice, and I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah. Here's some more. <laughs> so you have to think like that, and and to be used by God to correct a wrong here that's on this earth and correct justice. You want to be in that. You want to be in that blessing. To to hear you talk, the more you talk, your 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 passion. Yeah, <laughs> you start getting. It. I know. Yeah, I was like. How long is this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. That's what yeah. I want. That's what I want our audience to get. Um, how many people went on our last mission trip? There were thirteen, counting David and Sarah, and okay. there was a couple from Indiana that joined us, and a lady from Prior, Oklahoma. Okay. Which um, they they went last year. That's where we met them. So, so, how many people who went on the trip to Kenya had already been from our church? Just us. Just us too. Let me rephrase that, because another Vernon's went. And, oh. And, yeah. How many people have been? To Kenya. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know the Vernons have been. Uh, Vernons went with my mama when she was 78. Mm. <laughs> went to Kenya. Yeah. How old is she now? 80. She'll be 89 wow. in September. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She had just just gotten out here and loaded up and went uh, mm-hmm. down and served and you know got close uh, to the Vernons. But... What what I I guess what one thing I'd like to see encouraged is people who've never been to go. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. 
because it does reach out and grab you. Um, you know, I, I spent 16 days in India, and I needed a, I needed a transitional period when I got back. It was so hard on me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the, the absolute poorest people I'd ever seen in my life. Mm. And uh, I remember it was, I'd gotten back. I went in June and got back. We were doing the 4th of July, and I went to get some fireworks for kids. Um, and people were buying hundreds of dollars of fireworks. And I stood in the freaking fireworks line and cried mm-hmm. because that was a year salary, like for people who live there that had. And and the thing about India is there's no hope, is because of the caste system. Once once you're born into poverty, it doesn't matter if you're beautiful, talented. It doesn't matter who you know. That's all you will ever know. Uh, and it was it was it was difficult on me, um, but at the same time. The positive experiences of it were incredible, uh, and and the movement of God, it was very New Testament, very like people crowding into a one room to hear a Bible study, mm. like like starving people for food. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, w- what we want is to get some more people involved. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I'll tell you, it it um, though it is hard. It's a hard travel. You have a long tra- trip over there. Um, but you stay in a home. It's called the visitor house, visitor's house, and it has hot water. You get your sleep. We don't work from sunup to sundown. It's about relationship. Mm-hmm. So people that want to go, just, rem- just remember that. <laughs> you know, It is about relationship with David and Sarah. Um, it is not about painting a fence or building a fence or build I mean we didn't even get to work on a widow's home this time because they weren't far enough along for us to mess up the paint job. And so I was like, oh Rod and I might disagree. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, it it is you won't the it's a little hot, not too bad. I mean, but it's their winter, so it's only eighty and it's a hundred here. Right. So <laughs> right. it's, go- it's relative. Yeah. But it is, it's a good time to go. You're not they have regular grocery stores. You're always gonna have wow. food. We have a chef that cooks every day. And I mean, you're not going to be uncomfortable except for it's, a great first trip. it's going to rip your heart out. <laughs> yeah, it is, it just does. So refresh me. On what on what Centerwheel is doing there because they have a piece of land and they're putting up the houses. Tell us just a little bit about that. So they have five children's homes now. They just built a new one, and there's uh, two girls' homes and three boys' homes. And so in Kenya, um, once the males get to a certain age, they can't live with women. It's just a cultural thing. And so there are two older boys' homes, and so they have house dads. And the other three homes have house moms. And, and the third house is where the younger boys are. Okay. So you have three, and then they have, uh, they just finished an office building. I, th- I think we helped with that a little uh-huh. bit. And um, so they have offices now. They were working outside. There was a little kitchen area in our, in our guest house that, that they had a desk in with some cu- computers and stuff. So now they have a legitimate office. There's a, a kitchen and, and a um, dining area. How much land do they have? Uh, uh, it's a little more now. It's seven or eleven. Eleven acres, yeah. maybe, yeah. and they keep building on, and so they want to be self-sustainable. Is that the word? Yeah. Uh, where they have their own chickens and cows yeah. and corn. Uh, corn, and they do. They have a milling area, yeah, so they can milling. mill for people, and they charge for that. Um, so they want to be self-sustainable. That's the way to do it. 
right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because the mill provides for them, yes. but then it provide it pays for itself and the ability to provide for the community. Yes. Yeah. And in everything, every piece of ground is a place where they put a seed. So you'll be, there's always a cabbage. There's always a corn. There's, or it's really maize over there. Um, but they really live off the land. They don't have much brought in right. um, because they want to live on their own. Any persecution? You hear a little bit about it just from some of the folks. Um, they're they're pretty much defending the Christian border in Kenya. So you have Somalia kind of to the northeast. I think Ethiopia is due north, and and so there. When we go up to the Samburu tribe, which is a whole another aspect of the trip, that, that was uh, great this time. Um, you do go through some Muslim communities. Uh, they they seem to be peaceful amongst the Kenyans. Uh, one one of the drivers told us that uh, that's not an airport that that we would want to fly into. Oh, really? Of course, we just fly into Nairobi, um, but we've stopped there um, for the restrooms and stuff. The people are very nice there, so I never felt threatened, threatened anyway. or anything. Yeah. So I, I, we didn't, we don't see the persecution there. It's it's mainly a Christian country, and um, what's the political system of Kenya? They just had elections last year for the president, and okay. so they, they do have. Yeah, they're they're kind of the beacon of Africa as far as that goes. Okay. So we went this year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you guys know if there's a date for another trip to Kenya? It's not published. It's June. I don't think it's, it'll be yeah. next June, but June, it doesn't late, have the dates yeah. yet. Late okay. June is that's when we went last year. Between now and then, we'll do Mexico. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This fall. So, if you would like to get involved in our missions program, you need to talk to Angie. You could talk to Robin or Russell, and uh, and they'll be glad to talk with you. Any of our people, they're excited about it. Uh, it's an opportunity for you as we continue to grow through our discipleship model. There are going to be more and more people that God moves toward going somewhere outside your comfort zone and being involved in sharing the gospel. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. I know y'all rushed over here and stuff. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Guys, thanks for tuning in to The Road Detour. Detour.